Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. I'm here today with Steve Hunt. After 20 years as a corporate executive, Steve says he discovered that he had learned the keys to selling big ideas. We'll discuss one of his most successful techniques, enrollment. We dive into topics such as why listening skills are more important than presentation skills, how to build rapport with people, the details of enrollment, and all their golden nuggets of advice. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here, Steve. I appreciate you making the time. Mark, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks. And I'd love to jump right in. You brought up a super interesting subject in one of our previous conversations, a word that I hadn't heard used in the marketing, sales, entrepreneurship, corporate worlds, and that's enrollment. And you said that enrollment is about opening doors, not closing sales, which seems almost counterintuitive. Could you? What's the story behind that? Yeah, this was an idea that came to me slowly, like the fog cleared slowly for me after many, many years. I spent 30 years in IT leadership, technology leadership, and uh, that's a very geeky world. It's a world where uh, a lot of folks who are super smart and super educated around technology need to communicate with business leaders and managers and business owners who are not so technology savvy. And, and I discovered that there was a disconnect, a problem where technology folks had difficulty selling their ideas to senior management. And, uh, and I slowly started to see that what they were doing is not selling a product or service, but they're trying to get someone else excited about a big idea. And I, I recognize that when I've been excited about something, about getting involved and sinking my teeth into something, like I remember I was super excited about enrolling into college. And I was excited about enrolling into other sorts of training I've done in my life. And I thought this word enrollment really captured the essence of this other kind of sales, the sales, or the sales where you're getting someone else to get excited about your ideas. So where does that start? I mean, now with your business, and I know a lot of the people listening are entrepreneurs or entrepreneurial, if you will, maybe a side hustle is going on. Okay, I want to learn more about enrollment and start, you know, and I'm using air quotes, doing enrollment. What's the starting point? Yeah, that's, uh, wow, that's, that's a big question. I think the starting point is right here in your own head. Um, it's getting your head around the idea that just because you are excited about something, just because you're excited about your own big ideas, doesn't mean other people are naturally going to catch your excitement about it. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. And you get to follow a process of enrollment, which is very similar to a sales process, but different in important ways. It's almost like it's similar in the reverse. Um, what do you mean in the reverse? Well, you said it a moment ago. It's about opening rather than closing. You, if you ever saw the movie Glengarry Glen Ross, there's a, <laughs> there's a great scene where a young Alec Baldwin is uh, cajoling these veteran, older salesmen um, with 
a patronizing lecture on how to be a good salesperson. And he writes A, B, C on the whiteboard. Always be closing, always be closing, always be closing, He's, he reiterates. And, and that's the mentality that we have around sell, sales, even if it's a, a head of technology at a corporation trying to sell her idea to senior management or sell her budget to the C CFO to get the CFO to sign off on the budget or for some uh, project leader to sell the uh, business unit managers on a big idea. So budgets, projects, big ideas, they all take this other kind of sales skill. And in fact, um, I find that solopreneurs, people who have a certain expertise uh, in, their, in their business that's not sales, they also should be using the same approach. And I came up with this phrase, I borrowed the phrase, I heard it from someplace, someplace else, and I thought, that's exactly the word I've been searching for, enrollment. Enrollment is the, is the process, not of always being closing, Mm -hmm. but always being opening, opening. Opening what? So imagine when you start a conversation with somebody, you're sharing your idea. Um, imagine them looking at you first, the door is closed. Like you're on one side of the door, they're on the other side of the door. And they're looking at you through the peephole of the door. <laughs> and you're like knocking, hey, Steve Hunt, I'd like to talk to you about this great idea. And they're like, who are you? What is this about? I'm busy. And you get to talk to them in a way that gets them to open the door a crack. They've got the chain across, it opens a crack and they can start to see you through the open door with the chain across and only in conversation. Do you create enough rapport and connection with the person that they're willing to unchain the door and hold it open. Now imagine somebody holding the door open, you're standing on the outside, they're on the inside, they're holding the door open. They're holding it. Mm -hmm. You can have a real conversation face-to-face, -face, reading their body language, empathetic listening, all the good stuff about EQ communication, but they could slam the door at any moment. So it's only this process of opening, and opening more, where we get them to feel like we get them. We get them to feel like we get them. And that's going to get them to open the door all the way and invite you in to the living room, sit down, have some tea. It's this idea that if we can open the door even further, then we're in, then we begin our relationship, then we begin a real conversation. No one is enrolled in an idea if they're still holding the door. How do you get that, that crack, the chain off the door, open a little more? What is it to get rapport? Because you also mentioned you don't want to steamroll people, but at the same time, you have to be enthusiastic and believe in it. How do you not go overboarding at the door open? I think 
it's easy to get caught up in the mechanics of the process of enrollment. And, but every mechanic will fail if you don't have the, the right intention or mindset going into the conversation. So if your intention, for example, is to sell your idea, I guarantee you'll fail most of the time. If your intention, however, is to understand their world and what they want, and then align what you want with what they want, it's this alignment of visions. That's the mindset to go into any conversation, any enrollment conversation with, aligning visions. We, Stephen Covey said something in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, yeah, Highly Effective People. That It's a book that I've had on my bookshelf for years. And I, I confess, I, I didn't read it for <laughs> the first decade I had it. Um, but I, I did pick it up again a few years ago. And I, I committed to read it all the way through. I read every page all the way through. And I thought, wow, there's some dated tedious stuff in here, but oh my gosh, there's some brilliant gems in here also. And one of the brilliant gems, Mark, was when he said, seek first to understand. Seek first to understand. That, 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 that struck me because in my world, in my career, before I became an executive coach, before I I understood the nuance of leadership development. Uh, I was in IT, in technology, and problems were solved by technology, by mm -hmm. computers and software and networking and doing the right things in the right order. Um, but I didn't, in the early days of my career, I did not understand the rest of my business, the rest of the company I was working for. I didn't understand what all the business units did. I just knew what I did. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I understood the business that I could really begin a conversation with senior management. And so seeking first to understand someone else's point of view will really help you connect with them. So if you're talking about how do you get them to open the door, seek first to understand their world by asking questions and presenting yourself in a way that uh, you, you yourself, you, Mark, me, Steve, are open to understanding. Um, that's, that's the first big step. But then Stephen Covey goes on and he says something that's even more challenging, even more challenging. He says, after he says, Seek first to understand, he says. Do you know what he says, Mark? I do not know. Seek. Uh, he says, first. he says, seek first to understand, then he oh, says, to be understood. Seek to be understood. Oh my gosh. Seek to be understood, which means it's not like, oh, I understand your point of view. Now let me tell you this, what <laughs> you should do about it. Right? That's not what Stephen Covey was getting at. And I've seen it over and over, especially in my highly geeky technology world where these geeky technologists like me would just bulldoze an idea. Well, 
I know technology and I know that the bad guys are going to break in through this and you better do that or you're an idiot. I know that way of talking. I'm a, excellent at it and professional at it, <laughs> at condescending arrogance. Um, but just because I understand their point of view doesn't mean I can arrogantly presume a path, an approach to addressing something. It means I get to seek to be understood by them. That means I get to shift. I get to shift. I get to communicate in a way that they'll receive. I, I was, a, I'm almost 60 years old. I, I grew up during the Star Trek generation and I would watch uh, Kirk and Spock and McCoy um, navigate through the galaxies and negotiate with Klingons and, and all the other um, bad guys of the galaxy at that time. And you can imagine Captain Kirk in his enterprise and some Klingon bird of prey attack and they're looking at each other and they've got shields up and nothing's happening while shields are up. And it's just like if you're talking with someone else, Mark, and your shields are up and their shields are up, nobody's really trusting one another. It's not until Kirk gives the command, drop shields, and McCoy says, are you crazy, man? Like, how can you drop shields? That's a Klingon bird of prey, you could destroy us. Drop shields, I know what I'm doing. And only then does the, the parlay begin between the Klingon commander and Captain Kirk. And later they become great allies. Well, you learn, there's a lesson here. We gotta drop shields. And if you come in as a bulldozer, if you come in with shields up, ready with your photon torpedoes full of your big ideas, you're only gonna knock the door down. You're not going to be invited in. So seeking to be understood means shifting the way you communicate, the way I communicate to match where the other person is. Would, <clears throat> to explain it a little, a little bit differently, maybe a little bit deeper, if I understand correctly, it's getting to understand them. And then you didn't say it this way, but tell me if I'm on base, explain yourself in context of their world. Instead of here I am, here's my idea. It's like, well, no, I'm going to figure out you have a big idea. You're an executive coach. I'm going to then share a story to paint a picture in context of what I just learned about you, not a perfected elevator pitch that I give to everyone. Would that be on base? On Ooh, I love that. Paint a picture of what I learned about you. That's, yeah. that's great, Mark. I'm going to use that. You, gosh, you're good at this idea climbing thing. <laughs> um, that's great. Another word for that could be vision. Like you can imagine, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. He stood up there and said, I have a dream. That's like saying, I have a vision. He said, I have a dream. He didn't say, I have a plan. I have a strategy. I have a blueprint. He didn't say any of those words. He said, I have a dream. And he painted a beautiful verbal picture and launched what we now know as the civil rights movement. But what happened was not that millions of people said, oh, I'm gonna follow Martin Luther King. That's not what happened. 
millions of people instead say, oh, I have the same dream or I have a similar dream. I have a similar dream. Mm. I'm going to join this with my similar dream. And it's only because Martin Luther King Jr. was an expert at aligning his dream with millions of other people's dreams that the civil rights movement happened. If you want to get your budget project or big idea accepted, you want to get your product or service in the hands of your ideal customer, the first step is to align your vision with theirs. The only way to do that is to seek first to understand and then seek to be understood. Is that the 80-20 principle played out again? 80% of the time oh. be listening, 20% of the time be talking? Gosh. I don't know. I don't know if it's if it even amounts to 20%. Uh, when I'm in an enrollment conversation with a CEO, a business owner, an entrepreneur, I would say that the first half of the conversation is so little of my words, so much of my listening, that it's 991. But then it's a lot of my questions, my questions always to better understand, always to better understand, always to better align, better align my vision with theirs. So only by the end of an enrollment conversation am I doing all of the talking. And why is that? It's because I get to ensure that shields are down and that the door is all the way open and they have invited me in before I do the real talking. Do shields go down because you are talking about them? Shields can go down for all sorts of reasons, Mark. Uh, shields can go down immediately if I see you're, you're wearing a University of Chicago sweater and I say, oh, I went to University of Chicago. When did you graduate? Like shields can go down immediately or shields can go down if we you know, both commiserate about the Chicago Cubs, like <laughs> whatever. It's yeah. like, you know, there's a thousand ways to quickly um, create commonality. And there are common commonalities like where you're from, um, what do you do, you know, how many kids do you have? And then relating your own experience to that. Like, oh, I have also have three kids. Um, and there's uncommon commonalities too. Like um, I could, I could say, uh, I could notice Mark that, you know, you drink hot tea and you know, we could, we could find some commonality around the tea we drink or some commonality about maybe some philosophical way we turn a phrase or approach an idea. So anytime I can identify my commonality with another person, I am helping to open the door. In closing, we've covered a lot of different things. If someone said, I want to get moving with enrollment or I want to start using it. And I realized I'm probably gonna to have to listen to this a few times over, 
but what would one thing be, whether it's reiterating something you said or something you didn't say yet? If you're going to do nothing else with enrollment, start here and do this. What would you yeah, say? Yeah, the most important place to start, the only place you really can be can start with any hope of, of succeeding is to have a clear vision yourself. You get to be as crystal clear about your visions that you can paint a picture of it for anyone at any time, a picture of your vision, uh, just as Martin Luther King painted it, a crystal clear vision. And when you can do that, then in any conversation, you'll be able to listen to someone else's vision or even guide them to creating a clear vision for themselves and find the commonalities. Excellent. Thank you so much for the time and insights. I appreciate it, Steve. My pleasure, Mark. It was really fun. And if people want to find you online, where's, where's the best way or what is the best way? Okay. Find me at huntbi, that's business intelligence, huntbi.com. And, uh, and uh, I'll give you the links right down below. You can have the link to my LinkedIn. Everybody join me there. And uh, also happy to, um, uh, on my website, you'll see a place to grab a, a freebie to download. Excellent. Thanks again. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the Idea Climbing podcast and rate us on iTunes. Visit ideaclimbing.com to learn more about idea climbing and hear more episodes about mentoring, marketing, and big ideas.